hello. This is Notes from the Back Row. A podcast like no other. Different themes, rotating hosts, and so much more. So strap in for a veritable cinematic Coney Island of the mind. Hello and welcome to Notes from the Back Row, the official podcast of Back-Row.com. Champions of unsung and underrated cinema, don't you know? This <laughs> is another episode of Cream of the Crud, where Carlo and I talk about what movies we've been watching, news of notable Blu-ray releases or physical media, movies we've screened online, and so much more. It is a potpourri of podcasting for the cinematically deranged. My name, as always, has not changed, is Dan Gorman. And I'm here with... Carlo. Carlo! Still the same old (laughs) Carlo as well. Yeah. And uh, we're back again, back to do our favorite podcast where we hang out, Mm -hmm. talk about movies. Yeah, shoot the shit. Yeah. All that yeah. good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's uh, up, man? <laughs> how you been? You went on a little vacation. Uh, yeah, we went to Edinburgh for a um, couple of days. Uh, yeah. yeah, real nice. I mean, the weather is kind of, you know, Edinburgh. <laughs> so uh, it can get cold and, and windy, really windy. But a couple of nice days as well. Um, like usually when you look at the weather uh, beforehand, it always looks worse than a little uh end up being and there's there's something to be like being in edinburgh like uh at at like uh it's it's starting to uh get dark outside and it gets foggy and the way edinburgh is like all those old uh, old buildings and it, yeah some like i don't know uh just reminding me of like bloodborne and real <laughs> gothic atmosphere it's pretty cool to be honest it's a, it's a really nice. cool city it's it's not a huge city so uh, we went a couple of days and it kind of felt like we had seen most of what we uh, wanted to see. But we'll, we'll be back because it's just, I don't know, uh, a lot of good stuff to see, a lot of, lot of vegan food. Like everywhere you go, uh, you can get something vegan on the menu at least, which was really nice for us. Um, so yeah, that was my trip. Uh, it was nice. nice. It was the first trip in, well, since pre-pandemic so uh since, yeah. since we visited you in toronto actually yeah yeah that was a while ago yeah it really was jesus <laughs> so yeah that was nice. Uh, nice and then i got back to belgium and i got sick no <laughs> oh. but i don't think it was covid like for a second i was like is this covid i can't tell and i'm not really <sighs> sick enough to go get tested uh, yeah and the symptoms were like I guess it could be, but maybe not. And I did like one of those rapid tests and it came back negative. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, but those aren't uh, sure. Fire. So it could, it still could have been, uh, but I'm better now. It was just like, yeah, days. like a, it felt like a really bad cold. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I just uh, watched a lot of like Tokusatsu shows and stayed, yes. uh, stayed in bed mostly. Um, 
Yeah, that was that was okay. I, uh. I hate that feeling because Emma and I were both like a li- like her more than me a little under the weather the other day. Okay, and so <laughs> like she felt. Yeah, she felt a little bit more like, oh, this feels almost like a cold. And I just felt mm-hmm. a little like I feel kind of crummy, but in a very yeah. like, you know, vague way. But we both yeah. tested twice, like one one day and then another two days later. Mm-hmm. And we were like, I like it. I must not be, you know, yeah. but like, you know, you can negative test. And they, it's true. I, I have heard that like on the third day mm-hmm. of of what your the symptoms is yeah. usually when people start testing positive. And so that's why we waited yeah, a couple days I, but yeah i don't know <laughs> it, i definitely didn't test right away like uh, it was yeah. like near oh when did i get sick i feel like middle of the week i got sick and then saturday or no i think friday i was like um i, I should be going out on saturday and i feel okay but i'm gonna test if it's <laughs> even fine for me to go out and then i did it yeah so uh, it, it must have been like third or fourth day as well of being sick but it still came back negative i'm like mm-hmm. yeah i guess i guess not and i don't know who knows <laughs> um, yeah that's the thing it's so mild now you're like there's no point to going well i work from home as well so there's absolutely no point in going to a doctor like it's just like um you're just putting more strain on the system basically they don't they don't want you to come if your uh, symptoms aren't bad or yeah. anything and yeah, so you're just like, know. I'll stay home for six days and just be alone. <laughs> yeah, not be, not be entirely alone. I mean, Michelle's coming. Yeah, but, but yeah. She, she's she's had it. She's tested the positive, but the first time she tested was a rapid test as well. And she came back negative. And then she went to the doctor because she has to go in an yeah. office, uh, even though she only has like one colleague. Um, <laughs> and that test came back positive so she definitely had it and i i just assumed in that period i i had had it as well even though i had no symptoms of it at all yeah uh so when i got sick now i was like maybe somehow i dodged the bullet back in january when you had it and i have it now maybe <laughs> <laughs> who knows uh, the fun yeah, yeah yeah good times it's yeah a bunch of baloney <laughs> life in covid times yeah yeah um well speaking of staying home we like to stay home and watch movies uh and we do so on the internet uh if you go to crudbuddies.club you can find a link to our notion page where you can find the crud buddies and time bandit screening calendar Hmm. uh Coming up the next few days, so it'll be the day, I think, before this comes out, we will have just watched 21 Red List from 1994. Oh, yeah, the Taiwan uh, yes. movie. Yeah, that's that's a pretty obscure one. Um, yeah. It's been slumbering on our YouTube for a while, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and recently, I'm trying to think, what was the, the last thing that I... Is it- that comedy you did yeah so it was based on an untrue story from 1993 was the last cred buddy screening that's the title of the movie by the way yeah the the way you say it now is like wait what was based on an untrue story yeah it was based on an untrue story (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, it's another really obscure one Um, yeah 60 likes on letterboxd i think and mm, mm. um Starring Morgan Fairchild, Ricky Lake, uh, Dan Hedaya. This is like a made-for-TV movie. It's a sort of a spoof on the Lifetime true story movie, you mm-hmm. know, template. Yeah. Um, Morgan Fairchild. Morgan Fairchild is kind of like 
spoofing her own kind of image a little bit in the movie. Okay. Uh, and yeah, I loved that movie. It was so yeah, funny. I, I saw. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely one I want to catch up to uh, and yeah. watch it. Uh, it's been on my radar more or less. Uh, is it on our YouTube? Or yeah, it's on our YouTube. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Cool. So if you want to watch it, check it out. It's on the Crud Buddies YouTube. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's really wacky. It's really silly. It, it it inches to you know. It's like right there on that line of like spoof comedy with like wacky sight gags and stuff. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and yeah, there's a few dated things in it, but overall, it's like I just thought it was so stupid and so funny. Like all the jokes, they're they're really committed to their dumb jokes. Yeah. yeah. And and that's what I love about it. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. It's like a bizarro world night of the dribbler. <laughs> cause, well, cause like I, well, I remember putting on night of the dribbler and being like, <laughs> this movie has is committed to its dumb jokes. And then like five minutes in the movie, I was like, I never, I want that. I want this to end immediately. I okay. never want to see this again. And this was the opposite. It was oh, like, okay. Yeah. Okay. No, no. What's your, yeah. What's your mean? <laughs> they're committed to their dumb jokes and they're all really funny and they just keep stretching them out and they're, they continue to be really funny. Okay. Good. <laughs> yeah. Because you're talking about Night of the Dribbler. I'm getting, I'm getting worried over here. <laughs> yeah. I swear, like the first 10 minutes of Night of the Dribbler, I was like, this is hilarious. What a stupid, like I... silly, dumb comedy. And mm-hmm. then it just, mm-hmm. it just, it immediately was like, I, I'm done with this. <laughs> Make it I, stop. I, um... I honestly don't think I even had that initial re- reaction you had. I was like almost instantly dreading it. <laughs> and I still watch <laughs> the entire thing somehow. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So yeah. based on an untrue story, 1993 on our YouTube and then go. Yeah. Crudbuddies.club. Check out the stuff we will be screening. Mm. Cool. Um, and also on there. You can find our Discord where we have a Cream of the Crud channel. You can ask us questions in there, give us things to talk about on the podcast. And as always, Virus Tallow came through (laughs) with some questions. The first question um, is regarding how Ty West's new movie X um, plays on the old people are scary because they're ill in the head and and also they're naked and uh-huh. it's spooky when old people are naked and uh, their question was just about like you know is that like a thing that maybe we should stop doing in movies and yeah and I had already complained about this in the yeah yeah in the back row <laughs> discord yeah yeah it, I feel like so, it's something uh, you have brought up a couple of times like when when are you gonna stop doing this. Stu- yeah, stupid thing, and 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 it's, I agree. Yeah, it's uh, it's very exploitative of, I don't know what's wrong with being old and stuff. Yeah, you know, we're and all... it's so played out. Like, yeah, like it. Chapter two had that what? in the trailer, and that was a few years ago. And and when that happened, I was like, please, are we not done with this yet? Uh-huh. <laughs> is, it, is it? Was it ever scary though? I don't know. <laughs> it's like why? Why would you keep doing it? I feel like yeah. it, it was never scary. Or, yeah. or or gross even or yeah I don't know I don't get it I I maybe I blame The Shining <laughs> is that the first movie yeah. that did that I think it must be yeah it feels like it like really early but I don't know like there's so many horror movies that came before mm-hmm. but, uh, that's like the first image that pops in my head um, yeah and th- like I understand 
the want to mine that because like so there was a movie in 2020 called Relic um mm. and it was about like a mother and a daughter and a grandmother um and it was like about like them kind of dealing with the fact that their mother has dementia yeah. and it was presented through like a horror movie lens and that was one of the only examples of a movie where I was like I I think this is pretty good because it's it's not like i mean they present it as like this is a scary thing but i also Mm -hmm. think like um you know this movie almost lost me but by the end of the movie it became more about um like the idea of growing old and how scary that is rather than like i'm gonna weaponize this image of like an old person who doesn't know where they are and like Mm -hmm. they're scared and they're naked in the dark and that's why it's scary like the, the that movie relic i just felt like became a really sad kind of like okay meditation on that like yeah. idea of dealing with somebody going you know um had that has dementia and so it worked for me but it was one of those movies where the whole movie i was like is this just gonna do this again are yeah. they just gonna yeah. you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah see there's definitely an, a scary aspect about like old people but in the sense that you're just like being confronted with your own fears about you know uh growing old having regret, not having that much time left anymore, mm-hmm. uh, you know, losing hair, getting fat, uh, all, all, all stuff we worry about, like uh, not being in shape anymore. Yeah. <laughs> even, even like, you know, entering your 30s, there's stuff that just doesn't really function the way it used to, mm-hmm. be used to and then going into your 40s as well. Uh, but, but not like just yeah. the image of an old, naked person that's not really what i'm yeah scared of like and it's it's always like in the shadows yeah it's just like it's or or they shock you with it by you don't know what's there and then it's a naked person and it's like there's supposed Mm -hmm. to be some element of like it's uncomfortable because they're nude or whatever i don't know yeah yeah sure it's tired it's very Mm -hmm. tired (laughs) yeah that's all all i'll say yeah and i was like like I really like Ty West's movies and I hope that oh, X yeah, is good do, and yeah. I've heard yeah. it's good. But yeah, yeah. when I saw the yeah. trailer, I was like, oh man, is it this again? <laughs> Did you listen to the new movie Mel, about Cage Fury? No, I haven't yet. Oh, okay. Cause, cause Matt's, Matt's seen it. He's, he, I think he, yeah, he, he mm-hmm. and Anna went out to see X. Um, so I, I, I yeah, he had some issues <laughs> with it. I'll say that. Yeah so (laughs) i'll have to hear what he says yeah yeah i just listened to it today so um Uh, and yeah i've uh, seen i've seen no no go ahead go ahead no no go ahead i was just gonna say that uh rudeldahl also had a question oh Oh, oh, yeah to get off of uh the nastiness i I know viaricello also had a question about old characters in movies but Mm -hmm. i I did want to i wanted to pivot straight to this because it's from like you know what's wrong with movies too. What's great with movies is favorite monkey movies. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah, cuz it's April. It's April yeah. in the Crud Buddies Discord. Mm-hmm. We're uh doing the Crud <laughs> challenge and people it's, are watching eight movies. Eight movies. Yeah, you know, uh I I don't remember who it was. I think SK Jam, he was like uh looking for a, a theme. Yeah. Cuz in the past couple of months uh yeah we each, try and theme it yeah we try and theme the challenges and and this month he was like i don't know there's nothing like uh you know black history month in february or um, mm-hmm. 
or that kind of thing. I was like, uh, April, ape, April, <laughs> just watch monkey movies. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that's what we're doing, I guess. Uh, yeah. So now um, we have a monkey question. What was the, the question? Just like favorite monkey movies. Favorite monkey and, movies. You know, I am very outspoken in my ride or die for the last two apes movies, the dawn of Planet oh, yeah. of the Apes and, and oh, yeah. uh, oh, which one was the, it was dawn and war. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I thought those two were, I mean, I liked rise of the Planet of the apes, but I thought those last two by Matt Reeves were yeah, the so, first, so good. First one's yeah. kind of like a setup and then they really um, bank on the, yeah. the setting up. Uh, no, the Planet of the apes movies, like in general, like the old movies as well. I like those a lot. Um, I'm a big King Kong fan. Uh, yep. The original. I also like the 70s remake. Uh, I've actually never seen the Peter Jackson one. Um, I don't know. I'm just like a practical effects guy. So uh, yeah. I don't need like CGI fests. Uh, I'd like, be interested in your thoughts on that movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know why. I just would. I'd like to know what you think of it. I, <laughs> I, um, I saw it in theaters. Yeah. Oh, did you? Okay. Isn't it like super long as well? Yeah, it's like three hours. Oh, God. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's another thing holding me back. Because like, I don't know, like CGI, I can get over that. And, but like in combination with a three hour movie of yeah. like the original King Kong is almost like uh, a, a perfect movie in terms of practical effects and it's not too long and um yeah i don't know i like the 70s remake as well even though it's flawed as well i like what mm -hmm. uh, toho did with the uh, uh godzilla versus king kong and then you've got king kong escapes uh from ishiro honda as well um king kong versus a robot king kong nice that's that's super good shit that sounds uh, good yeah yeah that, <laughs> I guess that's my favorite, you know, like just yeah. the whole King Kong thing. Have you seen Project X? Uh, is that like a Matthew Broderick movie? Yes. I, I don't think I've seen that one, actually. <laughs> I, I always get confused with War Games, which I have seen, mm -hmm. but I'm sure I've not seen Project X. Why? Is that a monkey movie? It's a monkey movie. Yeah. It's about like um, these like chimps that are being used in a project oh, no. uh, and he doesn't know what for. And, and spoiler alert, because somebody <laughs> when I posted this on Letterboxd in like 2012 yeah. was mad at me. Oh, no. But there's a point in the movie where these two apes pilot a plane and then give the camera the finger. <laughs> and oh. I was like a, an image I will never forget. And then someone in the comments was like, that's a spoiler. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I was like, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I guess it is and it isn't. It's like something you want to be surprised by. But now that yeah. I know that's in that movie, I'm more inclined to go watch it. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's a selling point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, even though I've already seen a movie where a monk, well, well I, I guess not an actual monkey. Um, oh, yeah. Ape. Ape, yeah. The Korean kaiju movie. Uh but that, that's great movie. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about that, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't like it. No, it's it's kind of a mess, but it's so fun, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just a guy stomping around on things the whole movie. Yeah, I mean that's pretty good. I can get down with yeah. that, but I remember thinking the rest was maybe shit. I don't know. I've only seen it once. Uh... Well, there, there, I do believe there is a lot of them trying to make a movie. Yeah. And it seems like yeah. every scene in this movie is just this woman being accosted by men. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, 
I can see that wearing down on you if you weren't able to like just be like, this is so dumb. Uh-huh. Like it's not even, you know. <laughs> I, I honestly, it's been so long. I don't remember what mood I was in or it's, it's, yeah. it's hard to say. I think I was coming off a string of monkey based. Uh, yeah, it's like, like a, a, a specific year. I was just watching like all <laughs> of the King Kong movies. Like Hail to the Chimp. <laughs> is that a movie as well or that's the simpsons thing where homer wants to see the movie about the chimp that becomes president <laughs> oh yeah 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 I remember. oh fuck <laughs> yeah monkey movies man mm-hmm. oh you know what's a good monkey as well um fuck uh what are those like uh, it's not canon i always think it's canon movies but it's it's like these two you've seen them as well what's the guy called dax Jax. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Tre- treasure of uh, yeah, something like that. Fuck why? Oh man, unmasking the idol. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, like, yeah. That and the sequel—they have such like nondescript names. It's hard to remember it. I think yeah. the, the second one's called like Order of the Black Eagle or something. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That has a good monkey. Uh, the second the one, baboon, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. The second one has like the ape doing a trick, and it might be like. Uh, flipping the bird as well yeah hold on um that that baboon from that from that movie's name was typhoon and was nice. in the fly and shakma oh okay yeah didn't know about that I'm, i've been meaning to see shakma i've never seen that uh i have not seen shakma either I've, killer baboon i've seen like the other like killer monkey movies uh from that era you've got link link, link yeah. yeah i've seen link uh, and I believe is that, that good. I remember thinking it's Richard it, Franklin, right? Yeah, it is Richard Flan- Franklin. But I remember thinking it was just okay. But again, this mm. is like you know six, seven years ago. I can't really. Yeah, I got to get to that speak one. Speak for. Okay, see, I'm, I, I found my review of Order of the Black Eagle, and apparently the monkey f- flips the bird as well. And that and hell yeah, and, and he does it several times in the movie. Like they they. Yeah taught them to do that gesture and they really get a lot of mileage out of it <laughs> nice yeah that's a list yeah it is actually yeah come think of that's it. Two, two three movies yeah yeah that's enough yeah <laughs> like even one <laughs> if it's a really good joke one movie is enough for a list hell yeah if it's a really good joke but it, it, yeah. the, the balance has to be there you know uh do you it, have any one what? One movie uh, <laughs> list. Uh, I have a, I have one movie list, but it has no likes. So I'm like, are people just not getting the joke, or is it a bad joke? And the list <laughs> is called a tiny tiny lister list. Oh, and the only movie <laughs> on there is uh, No Holds Barred, which has a giant Hulk Hogan on it, and <laughs> in front of him a much smaller tiny lister. Yeah. So that's that's my one movie. <laughs> that's good. Joke. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I thought it was I, kind of funny, but maybe I, maybe I think, not enough. <laughs> I think my my closest thing is I have a a list that's of Mikey and Children of the Corn three. Okay. And it's just a list that says movies that refer to Freddy Krueger as F R E D D I E Freddy oh, on yeah, their yeah, yeah, yeah. posters. <laughs> Cause like on both of the VHS tapes, it says like move over Freddy and they spell it wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But for some reason, just those two movies. I, I do have a couple more. <laughs> I have two lists. I have one called what about blob? <laughs> and the movies in that list are just what about Bob and the blob? 
<laughs> and then I have Rumpel in the Bronx. And you can guess which two. Rumpelstiltskin and Rumble, Rumble in the Bronx. In the Bronx yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's just what I do, See, I guess. <laughs> I think people just don't respect the... Um, I think that the 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 joke lists that get really popular mm. are are those the ones that are like these two movies have a very incredibly specific thing that happens in both of them. Isn't that funny? Yeah. And I and I feel like you have you know I, galaxy I'm... brained it, and you're like I'm gonna just put you know I'm a just... really great pun together. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna be stupid, basically. Yeah. Like uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's the only way I roll. It's the yeah. only way I. People will get it I, in I, ten I... years. <laughs> They'll be like, oh fuck, that was so good. Man, I'm so ahead of my time with my yeah. fucking letterbox lists. <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> yeah uh well speaking of ahead of our time maybe maybe we'll be talking about some blu-rays that we've seen before they got announced and that's why we're ahead of our time anyway it's uh <laughs> time to talk about physical media uh so what you got i <laughs> i saw some stuff in in the Discord, I, mm -hmm. I noticed that Criterion is putting out the her the Heroic Trio yeah. and the Heroic Trio 2, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's not been officially announced, but whenever... Uh, is it... Oh, fuck. What, what's the Twitter account called? Uh, uh, Dawn of the Discs? Dawn of the Discs, yeah. Yeah, they basically announced a Heroic Trio a, a, a while ago from Criterion. And now, just today, a Heroic Trio... Two executioners as well. Nice. Um, so I guess those will be out on Criterion, and I hope they'll be out uh, either region free or region B as well, because mm -hmm. I love those movies, uh, the first one especially. So, yeah, I gotta watch that. I've never seen it. Oh, not not even the first one. No. Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the first one is it's crazy. It's it's it's, it's Hong Kong cinema, but it's the kind of like, have you ever seen like Holy Flame of the Martial World? Uh, it's this old crazy Shaw Brothers, Wuja slash mm. psychotronic fantasy movie. Uh, I sure have not. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's maybe on that level, you know, like it's very, okay. it's definitely like psychotronic. It's not like nice. normal sword fighty Hong Kong action stuff. Mm -hmm. It's very eclectic. It's like, Maggie Chung's character is basically like a female Punisher, and uh, you got Michelle Michelle Yeoh. She's uh, the Invisible Girl, and Anita Mui as well. Uh, it's it's like everything you want from a superhero movie uh, in in one movie. Like you, you can just yeah. watch that first one. Like the second one, I I, I really like it as well. Because I like uh, I like those actresses a lot, and mm. it's it's good, but it's not like on the level of the first one. I feel, um, yeah. But if you've never seen Heroic Trio, that's uh, I, I I think Hong Kong Legends might have put that out, or yeah, I'm 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 not sure. I definitely don't have it. I feel like it's like one of those rare DVDs. Uh, like back in the day when they were coming out, I was not like tuned in to Hong Kong cinema mm. at all, and then. Uh, I found some listings on Amazon, like used, but they were like really expensive, way out of print. So the fact they're coming out on Blu-ray now is like, it was definitely on my list of like, why are these movies not in my collection yet? It's because it wasn't possible. 
until now. Yeah. So that's very exciting. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I also noticed uh, that in, in a similar vein, some, mm. some stuff, uh, stuff. I believe you mentioned that 88 is putting out all the tiger cage films and also yeah. dragons forever. Uh, yeah. Dragons forever has been out on Blu-ray. I actually okay. just like recently bought that Blu-ray after, uh, finally rewatching my Hong Kong legends DVD. Mm-hmm. Uh, dragons forever is coming out on 4k now and 88, okay. 88 films is putting out stuff in the USA now as well, Sweet. which is what that announcement is sort of about. Uh, it's hitting Blu-ray or 4K or whatever in the US and the 4K edition is coming out yeah. in the UK too. Um, but yeah, Tiger Cage, uh, again, uh, it's a trilogy of movies directed by Yoon Woo Ping, but it's not, it's, it's, it's like, you know, like the police story brand of Hong Kong cinema, you yeah. know, like contemporary hard-boiled cop action thrillers. Um, mm-hmm. The first one, biggest name is in that is like probably, I don't know, like Simon Yang. But the second one has Donnie Yen. And yeah, you really liked the second the one, The second right? one I thought was like, it's pretty uneven, but there's like, the, the highs are like five-star highs in, in that yeah. one. Um, they have been out on Blu-ray in Hong Kong, like in China or, or uh, you know, that whole area. Um, mm-hmm. But again, I don't think I'm, I'm pretty sure none of the tiger cage movies have ever been out on dvd outside of china or at least uh in the english speaking part of the world you know yeah so that that's a big uh big deal as well if uh if that's a trilogy set that's coming out on blu-ray again super super exciting for friends of hong kong cinema and yeah uh, it might be a gateway to people who aren't into it yet. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I need to see the heroic trio movies, mm-hmm. and I, I want now. I want to see, like, I want to see the second one because of your review. But I'll have to watch the first as well. Mm-hmm. And sure. Um, I, and now I've even been thinking about, like, speaking of Wu Ping, like, yeah, I, I've had Red Wolf on my watch list forever too, and I'm like, yeah, I should get I, around to that. I think you <laughs> really like Red Wolf. It's definitely yeah. up your alley kind of action movie it's die hard uh, on a boat yeah exactly yeah <laughs> you know uh or or under siege if you if you will um, yeah yeah but tiger cage <laughs> i think you would like those movies lo- a lot as well like the first one yeah. is probably more thriller than action which is kind of rare for you whooping because he's an action choreographer first and the director second i feel um yeah but the second one is like uh I think also because in the second one, uh, actually in the first movie, Donnie Yen is in the, in the first one as well, but he's more like a supporting role. But And then the second one, he's the main character. And mm-hmm. uh, you can tell like it's a different kind of movie because it's a Donnie Yen movie. So the action yeah. is, uh, yeah, it delivers. <laughs> nice. That's a good one. Uh, I also saw you posted about uh, there's a volume two of the Shaw Bros classics and they're mm-hmm, saying that mm-hmm. Boxer's Omen is going to be in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just like all Hong Kong cinema news. Uh, I know. Kicking, kicking our asses. Yeah. Bo- Boxer's <laughs> Omen, like for the longest oh, time. So good. Uh, the only like print available was like, you know, standard definition, but now there's a 2k version Blu-ray coming out in that second Shaw Bros. Uh, Shaw scope set yeah uh, that will be out it's a crazy movie as a super crazy movie one of the craziest <laughs> movies i've ever seen i, I remember yeah. watching that and I'm thinking like how am i 
everyone's <laughs> gonna go back to normal movies now. I know. Like it has like readjusted the bar for craziness and and cinema. <laughs> it's just it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I think wow. I think I watched that and the seeding of a ghost. Seeding like of a ghost. Back, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. watched those two like like days apart or something. Okay. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Seeding of a ghost is pretty good too, but Boxer's Omen is yeah. just on another level. Yeah, see, seating of a ghost, it's a little bit more contained to yeah. its its reality of craziness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like like it's it's also just a really sleazy yeah. movie, yeah. and then all of a sudden there's like unbelievable effects. But mm -hmm. Boxer's Omen is like front to back, top to bottom, like all of it. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's incredible, and yeah, it, I think it's also a title people have been asking for for a long time, um, mm -hmm. but for a long time it just like a Blu-ray. I've always been told a Blu-ray of Boxer's Omen is is not possible. <laughs> it will never happen, but somehow it's happening now. And yeah, uh, I I I'm still hoping for Arrow to do like individual releases of their Shaw Scope sets. Uh, I've asked yeah. like like one of the producers at Arrow on Twitter, like is is that like in the cards? Like I there's like a couple of Lark Learn titles on the Shaw Scope one that I want, and they were like. Yeah, we haven't really decided yet on a tactic for when the Shaw scope set is about to like go out of print or like be yeah. sold out. So maybe uh, is how I understood that. Um, but then I also saw him tweeting about like uh, someone asking, "Is there like going to be an individual release of Boxer's Omen?" And he was like, "No." But I feel like that that's what they're saying now, you know, because they want people yeah. to buy the set and then afterwards, course, yeah. you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'd be really curious to know what's in the second set again. Um, the thing with the first set is it's very Chang Che heavy and I'm, I'm, I'm more of a low car lung guy when it comes to Shaw Brothers. And there was a movie in there I already had, like Mighty Peking Man. I was like... Mm. Oh, there's there's like half of it i don't really need and it's expensive yeah so i hope that second one is at least like more than half stuff i really really want and yeah and, and then i will have the second set and then i'll be like oh but now i want to own the first set too maybe <laughs> so it's <laughs> it's uh, it's a rabbit hole like it is especially like hong kong cinema that's like my main thing in terms of buying blu-rays it's the only stuff i make exceptions for like i will blindly buy most stuff on blu-ray if it's hong kong cinema because i feel it, it, it comes in these uh it's like an like an ebon flow of like uh especially in the uk like hong kong legends was such a big thing and they put so many movies out on dvd back in the day like early yeah. like late late 90s maybe early 2000s definitely and then it just kind of stopped and it took a while for those movies to start coming out on Blu-ray. I believe like 88 films was one of the first ones and they put out a lot of like Shaw Brothers movies individually. But it it was like very, like they were the only ones doing it and it was like pretty slow. Like once in a while they would announce a new um, Shaw Brothers movie and then suddenly they start doing more Jackie Chan and now you've got Eureka doing Hong Kong cinema as well. Uh, Criterion with the Heroic Trio now. Uh, so it's it's like full steam now for Hong Kong cinema. I'm like, I know this is gonna dry up at one point again, and these titles are gonna be hard to find because this is always like limited uh, editions and um, 
limited yeah yeah prints and yeah i don't know yeah i i feel the same way about the box set stuff because it i'm i'm all also very torn about it like with with the folk horror box set that severin did yeah yeah, yeah. you know like i mm-hmm. really wanted to see eyes of fire i really wanted to see clear cut mm-hmm. i think eyes of fire was one of the only ones that they released in a standalone so i bought that yeah, immediately yeah, but yeah. there's but there's also a bunch of other movies in there that i that i want to see and so I, I do also feel that thing that you mentioned where i'm like well i should buy this box set because like you know these are movies that like i'm so excited about them being on blu-ray but also it's like really expensive and and now i'm in that gray area of like well i like i feel like i've missed the boat on the box Mm -hmm. but like will they break it out into chunks later when it goes out of print i don't know yeah Yeah. i mean i know i know arrow usually does that kind of thing whenever there's a box set uh maybe not always but i know the camera uh like that first set that had everything that's been split up into like you've got a little Showa era camera set, yeah. Heisei era uh, camera set, and I know they had like a Vincent Price box set at one point, and those were all um, released individually as well. Mm-hmm. I have a couple of those, and and then they brought the set back afterwards. Uh, but then you've got like the Stray Cat Rock collection, which are a bunch of like seventies uh, movies from Japan with Meiko Kaji. Um, and I'm I'm pretty sure those never were were never released individually. Uh, yeah, you had like you had like the cardboard set, and then they brought it back, but more like a regular uh, regular Blu-ray case thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, as long as I'll be able to buy the movies at one point, if it's a cheaper kind of set or like a more split-up set, like I was I was mm. like thinking if they maybe do like a low car lung set, like director focused sets that that's fine for me as well. Like I don't need it to be like absolutely uh, individually, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Time will tell, I guess, uh, but I want those movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, too many. Yeah. 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 Um, well, Speaking of other movies, let's uh, keep talking about movies and get into the crud that we've been watching. Crud! Is there uh, any anywhere that you want to start? Mm. Um, I mean, honestly, I've got more Hong Kong stuff yeah. lined up. Uh, so, well, if you have something else, let's let's. Well, I mean, I watched Magic Crystal nineteen eighty six. Okay, is it going to be like a, just a big Hong Kong blowout episode? Then? Yeah, <laughs> okay, let's do it. Let's talk about Magic let's Crystal. <laughs> yeah, Wong Jing. Yeah. Um, this <laughs> is like kind of a Steven Spielberg <laughs> greatest hits. E.T. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, lot. you know. Yeah. Pastiche plus martial martial arts. Mm-hmm. You know, plus um, ridiculous comedy. Yeah. Some Cynthia um, Rothrock in there. Cynthia Rothrock is yeah in there. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of about um, you know these people go to Greece to find a friend and they stumble upon this crystal rock thing and the KGB are after them and this <laughs> rock gets into the hand uh, hands of a kid and it turns out there's a little like th- this rock has legs and a little ET finger <laughs> that comes out of it and uh <laughs> just just explaining this movie like listening to yourself you you have to be like this I sound right? I sound insane like how is this a, how is this a movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and yeah I I really liked this I thought it was a lot of fun it's fun yeah um 
you know, I, I think I said in my review that you, I think maybe I was a little primed for it to be like nonstop mm. unbelievableness, mm-hmm. but it, it is kind of like part just, you know, kind of martial arts comedy with like fights that are really good, but they aren't like, you know, so wildly over the top choreographed. Yeah. They're all they're all a little bit more on the kind of grounded side of things. I mean, people do jump out of windows and fall like like five stories and then just roll or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. but it it is a little bit less like you know you're not going to see a kind of fight scene that you'd see it like at the end of Yes, Madame or whatever. It's not like yeah, yeah it's, you know. Uh, honestly, I would have to look up with it like action choreography on because like in Hong Kong cinema, it's always you've got the director and then you oh shit okay I'm I'm seeing who the action director is now yeah. Uh, uh, Tony Lung Shi Hun, uh, okay. that's the guy who directed Super Fights and Blood Blood Moon. Okay, yeah, <laughs> it, it, like it. It's not like I'm basically I'm trying to say like the fights are all really good, mm-hmm. but they aren't they aren't so focused on like everything is going to be a crazy stunt. Oh, okay, you know? it's, yeah, okay. No, it's it's like not Jackie Chan level no. uh, using the environment to, to yeah. do improbable stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit more just like these are really good hand to hand fights yeah, with yeah, fun, yeah, yeah. you know, fun moments. Like there's a there is a really great fight where they're running over all these chairs. Mm-hmm. There's like hundreds of these sort of like outdoor foldable chairs, and they like are running around on those and jumping over them, and yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's fucking awesome. Like, yeah, I remember you, that movie being yeah. uh, really like energetic and, and goofy. And I mean, it has Cynthia Rothrock, who's uh, my favorite. Yeah. So uh, Richard Norton is in that one as well. Yep. Um, and they're good friends. And you've got Andy Lau, uh, who's a pretty dependable uh, leading man, pretty yeah. fairly early in his career, I would say. And, and Wong Jing himself as the like, um how did you <laughs> put comedic, it how did you put like comedic, he's, he's comic uh, relief, relief but the entire movie is like comedy so yeah he, he's like the he's like the most uh on the spectrum yeah. of comic relief yeah i think i said like everybody else in the movie is really wacky yeah, yeah, so yeah. wong jing isn't necessarily relief from the comedy <laughs> but it's like a cherry on top yeah yeah exactly definitely not yeah. a relief from the comedy because you get these scenes where like this guy is gonna fight them with like this big knife and they like mm-hmm. lick the blood off the knife but yeah. wong jing has a, a plunger, oh, yeah, a plunger and so he licks the yeah. plunger that, that's a screenshot i still have saved on my computer and sometimes <laughs> i will come across it when i'm looking for i don't know stuff to make stupid shit <laughs> yeah it's really uh really funny yeah um and all the stuff with the rock and turning people's hands into feet and yeah 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 there Real there's good, like good. an ex- extended joke sequence where the one guy thinks the rock has given him you know <laughs> esp or like uh, yeah, psychic yeah, yeah, abilities yeah, yeah, i remember and so he goes to the bank and says like give me all the money uh-huh. give me all the money thinking that he can you know make everybody uh-huh. do that and but nope. the rock was like it only works like if you're standing next to me <laughs> <laughs> and it just becomes this really long comedic scene of him like getting arrested and he's like drive me to my house yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's it's a fun movie. Yeah, it is. I I, I quite like it uh, yeah. as well. Uh, speaking of like Wong Jing and earlier, uh, you know, like Die Hard esque movies. Have you ever seen High Risk, aka Meltdown? No. So when I was looking at other movies, mm-hmm. that High Risk and Future Cops yeah. were the two that I kind of went to. I know oh, okay. God of Gamblers and City Hunter are also very popular, but yeah, those yeah, are the two yeah, where yeah. I was like, these look up my alley. <laughs> yeah, like High Risk, definitely, because that's. Uh, 
<laughs> I'm, I'm just like on uh, HKMDB now, like the Hong Kong movie database. That, that has like mm. the most complete uh, crew and cast listings always. So that's a really dependable, uh, fairly bare bones site. But in terms of, like I said, cast and crew, uh, that's where you mm-hmm. want to go. Action directed by Corey Yung Kwai. Um, who did like the No Retreat, No Surrender movies, The Transporter, nice. uh, Writing Wrongs. Uh, he's an, uh, he's yeah. another legend. But the like the, the the director of the movie is Wang Jing, but then the action director is Corey Yun Kwai. Um, and that movie is basically taking the piss out of Jackie Chan because Jackie yeah. Chan and Wang Jing did not get along making... Uh, that's like an understatement, uh, truly, uh, making City Hunter. City Hunter, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Wang Jing in 1995, he made High Risk. And you've got Jackie Chung playing Jackie Chan and <laughs> uh, with Jet Li playing like his bodyguard. And uh, basically the guy who does all of Jackie Chan's stunts, you know. <laughs> and and it's a really goofy movie, but then you've got Corey Yung Kwai doing the action. So the action is incredible as well. And it's sort of like, it's, it's a diehard movie, I would say yeah. for sure. Um, so yeah, I think you'll like that one as well. Honestly, like of, yeah. of all other Wong Jing movies that came to mind, like I mentioned God of Gamblers and that's a pretty good one, but yeah. Um, yeah. High risk. That one didn't come to mind like right away when we were talking about it uh, a couple of days before. Mm-hmm. But that might be like the most up your alley of like Wang Jing movie. Yeah. yeah. What What's the consensus on City Hunter? Uh, oh, that's like the... okay. <laughs> I remember thinking it had good moments, but also like Wang Jing on the one Wang Jing kind of. <laughs> it's it's it definitely feels like you've got two authors who aren't on the same page kind of movie. Uh, Also, it's based on, you know, it's a City Hunter movie based on the manga, um, but it might as well not be. uh, Okay. Yeah. I know. I remember enjoying it, but it's one of those movies. I I don't know if I would, even though I have it on Blu-ray, because I think Eureka, yeah, I'm pretty sure Eureka put that out in the UK. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's like a, okay. So like one thing, maybe you already know this because you watch a trailer of uh, future cops, but Wong mm-hmm. Jing loves street fighter <laughs> and, and he sort of finds a way to, to squeeze that into, uh, more movies than future cops. Like future cops has just like straight up characters yeah. who are supposed to be street fighter totally. characters. Um, but in city hunter as well like there's no reason for there to be any street fighter content in city hunter <laughs> but there's still a scene where jackie chan suddenly becomes the chun lee character and gary daniels <laughs> becomes ken from street rider and they yeah. and they square off and then i think like one of them becomes dalsim as well uh yeah the thing with Wang jing movies as well is like they're comedies and hong kong comedies they can easily be pretty problematic and Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, and and Wang Jing definitely wasn't worried about being problematic, and there's stuff yeah. like that in City Hunter for from, sure. From what I can tell, in Magic Crystal mm-hmm. and Future Cops, yeah. both have uh, some extended AIDS jokes. Yeah, yeah, and... <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, that's just the way. I don't know. That might be a thing that they put in all their movies. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's not just him. 
it's yeah. like, it was like a running joke in Hong Kong cinema in, in Hong Kong, in, yeah, in, in that era. It's just like at one point you're watching these movies and you don't need, it doesn't even phase you anymore. You're like, oh yeah, there, yeah. there, there it is. There's, oh, the, there's the yeah joke. It's it, just, Magic Crystal is pretty like you know they own the it's a pretty tame movie overall yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah then like at one moment one of the characters is like i'll hurt you more than an aids person an aids patient or something you're yeah, like yeah. whoa 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 <laughs> yeah 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 that's uh yeah what can you say about that stuff i know it's stupid shit but i am but this... i am though excited to see future mm-hmm. cops and i think i'm gonna screen it um for time, time bandits, bandits yeah. nice uh just because it looks so ridiculous and it, i think it'll be a fun thursday night movie yeah, it's 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 definitely one worth watching. Like I thought it was pretty uneven, but the high again, it's a movie where the highs are so goddamn insane. Yeah. That you can't not love it. So <laughs> yeah, I I'm I'm very curious to find like like see how that screening goes. Yeah. <laughs> um So what else did you watch then? Yeah, again, like just Hong Kong. It's the Hong Kong show. Um for some reason. It might have been like uh, going to the off-screen festival and the whole like category three programming that like reignited the fire of my passion for Hong <laughs> Kong cinema. But I feel like it's been slumbering for a while with me, like just like focusing on other stuff. But lately I'm like, I'm going to watch some movies I've been meaning to watch for a while. Stuff like unfinished business, basically, in terms of Hong Kong cinema for me. Um, so I've been like picking stuff here and there um like i said i just got that dragons forever blu-ray uh based on my rewatch of dragons forever uh the hong kong legends dvd uh i remember watching that movie the first time thinking maybe i just wasn't like attuned enough to hong kong cinema when i watched it mm. and i only really knew jackie chan i wasn't very familiar with samuel hong or yun Biao. uh and then i rewatched it a couple of days ago i'm like this is such a stone cold banger of a movie. And it's like, it's not a movie that is like front to back action. Uh, Like whenever there's not action going on, it is, it is quite funny and quite charming. And those three, because they grew up together and they're basically brothers uh, without being actual brothers, um, their chemistry is so amazing. And then the action scenes happen and you're just like watching action cinema unfold at a level that's <laughs> never been replicated since. And it's just, man, those, those three guys, they just set the bar and the bar is still there for me. Uh, so yeah, I'm very happy. I rewatched dragons forever. Uh, it's definitely like it become like one of my favorites. And I can't believe like the first time I watched it was like, <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Like, Sometimes it takes a while to get around to or like come around to certain people, certain styles of directing. Um, and that's definitely happened now. Like I've seen so many Hong Kong movies since I first watched Dragons Forever. So many, hmm. especially like Sammo Hung movies. Like I'm, I think like more than Jackie Chan, I'm a Sammo Hung fan in terms of uh, him being a director. Definitely. Uh, Yun Biao as well. Uh, he's, he's such an underrated part of that like threesome um and then seeing them all together on the screen and samo hung behind the like uh in the director's seat it, it's just absolute lightning in a bottle and it's one of the few times it happened i think it it's it's not the only movie 
where all three of them are in at the same time. Mm. Uh, I believe they're all in Project A as well, the first one, but more limited. Like it's mostly a Jackie Chan movie, uh, also directed by Jackie Chan. Um, but Dragons Forever is like all three of them pretty much all of the time. Their characters are also like, they're playing kind of against type. Like Jackie Chan is playing a lawyer. Samuel Hung is sort of like a, I guess sort of like a con man, businessman. Like he, he's introduced and he's selling guns, but then later on mm-hmm. he's he's got like different schemes. And Yun Biao is, is, I can't even explain what he is, but his character is so fucking special in Dragons Forever. He lives in this weird almost Pee-wee's Playhouse kind of uh, apartment with gigantic light switches and um, tubes with fish in them. And the fish uh, are supposed to be like representative of, I don't know, like (laughs) capitalism. And then he's got birds in a cage and those are like uh, the opposite of that. And He's doing this whole spiel, explaining to uh, to Jackie or Samuel, I believe Jackie, yeah, um, about what they're supposed to represent. It's very quirky, uh, his character in that. And I've never seen Yoon Biao play that kind of character or like even that kind of character pop up in a Hong Kong movie. Um, and and yeah, I don't know. Like most of all, it's it's obviously about the action. And when the action hits, it's so got, goddamn good. I was like, I, I was like a little bit tearing up because I'm I'm so in awe watching action play out at this level. Yeah. I like I can't I can't explain it. Like either you watch it and you get it and you're moved or it's it's just the kind of thing that doesn't um, yeah totally doesn't hit for you, you know? Like I, I I can't explain it and then because I've explained it you will see it and you will get it. Either either you you feel it or you don't, you know? So um yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm planning to watch, re-watch a couple more, like uh, definitely like uh, Samuel Hung directed movies I saw pretty early on, but I didn't like fully connect with. Uh, I ordered the Blu-ray for Millionaires Express, uh, Express as well. Wow. Um, which again, one of those movies I saw pretty early on. And it has a killer's role cast. Uh, again, Samu Hong, Yung Biao, Cynthia Rothrock, Richard Norton, Yukari Oshima, Yasuaki Kurata, just uh, a crazy, crazy la- uh, list uh, that goes on and on. But when I saw it first, I didn't know how, uh, like, I, I just knew Samo, and that might have been it, honestly. Um, so I'm excited to rewatch that one, see how I feel about it this time. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's just nice. good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um, I wish I had another Hong Kong action movie to talk about. You can watch about, <laughs> talk about something else. It's fine. I have, yeah. I have like one more I can talk about. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Well, hit us up with it because we should keep this streak going. <laughs> okay. Um, what is it? So one one thing I really like in Hong Kong cinema. Um, I'm afraid I'm gonna like run out of steam because I've been talking so long. But well, it's okay. Do you want me to then talk? No, about no, no. Something? I'll, I'll give it okay. a go. It's fine. Um, okay. <laughs> so uh, I really like Shaw Brothers cinema. It's, it's mm-hmm. obvious we talked about this earlier. Um, but one thing that doesn't come up often in 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 the conversation about Shaw Brothers Hong Kong cinema is the non 
I will say martial arts part of it, because in the 70s, especially, they did a lot of, well, maybe not a lot, but definitely not a few, uh, more like 70s contemporary, like crimey kind of movies. Uh, and not just the crime movies, like even when you think of like something like Seeding of a Ghost and Boxer's Omen, those are contemporary movies, but they're horror movies. So they're definitely like hardcore genre movies, you know, uh, which is why yeah. a lot of a lot more people have seen them. But then you go to more like less hard genre movies like crime, thriller, um, that kind of thing. Uh, and I really like those. I've seen a few of them, but there's way more I want to, um, get around to. I've made like an entire list on Letterboxd, like all like contemporary seventies Shaw brothers, especially cinema. And they're most of the time they're shot like really well, or maybe it's, it's more of a case where Hong Kong in the seventies, just the style and the fashion and the way everything looked is really cool. Um, and one movie that I watched, I think this week, might have been this week, wait, the April 8th. No, that's last week. I watched a movie called The Delinquent from 1973. Uh, directed, well, it's, it's a, a co-directed movie. You've got Chang Che, who's the guy behind, I don't know, like the most prolific Shaw Brothers director. He did the Five Venoms, uh, Five Element Ninjas, uh, list honestly uh if you look at this list he did like i don't know like five movies a year it feels like for shaw brothers um <laughs> but he co-directed that movie the delinquent with kui chi hung and kui chi hung is the director of boxer's omen and seeing of a ghost okay so that's an interesting mix because those two directors have very different styles and very different kind of movies they would do like kui chi hung is definitely more i would say up our alley of being a, I don't know, like, because he directed those horror movies, those like really cult classics, but more on the sleazy side and uh, definitely more on the contemporary side. Uh, he, he did like one called the fuck, Killer Constable, which is a period piece, Shaw Brothers, more like typical classical Shaw Brothers movie. But mostly he would do these like contemporary movies. Uh, he's, he's even got like an anthology series called The Criminals. Mm which is like, um, actually, I don't believe he directed all of them, but if, I think he directed like the fourth or the fifth one uh, or, or both of those, uh, which is like an, an anthology of thriller. I haven't seen any of them, honestly, so I don't, I don't really know about the genre. Um, but to me, he's for, for my money, he's a more interesting, um, or I will say the more prevalent director in this equation like you're watching this movie and you're like I, i'm not really feeling this as a chang Chi movie this is definitely more of a kui chi hung movie because it's about a guy um sort of like living on the edge of society uh getting into trouble um uh and he he he, he becomes like uh, associated with this crime gang and they basically want him to uh, his dad is a security agent at this place they want to break into and they basically want him to convince him to take his dad out so they have free play to rob the place. Uh, and that's the way the movie like plays out. It's, it's, okay. it's sort of like building up towards 
you know, it's, it's, it's definitely not an action movie, but at the end, it goes so hard with the action and not just like the action. It's like, it's not a movie you watch for like um, action choreography necessarily, even though it was actual action uh, choreographed by Lockhart Lung. Yeah. But it's not, it's not the focus, you know, it is more like a, um, I feel like a crimey thrillery movie, really well shot. Um, and, and beforehand I was like, okay, you've got Chang Che, Kui Chi Hung, Lau Kara Lung doing action directing. I was like, this, this is too good to be true. Not a lot of people have seen this on Letterboxd. Um, uh, but I don't know. I actually, I, I just hit shuffle on my Plex Hong Kong library and this, oh, nice. and this came up. So <laughs> sometimes it pays off to just like not overthink it, hit shuffle yeah. and then this thing came up and for me, it was a five-star movie, honestly. Um, like I say, it's, de- it's definitely a Kuei Chi Hung movie in terms of that. Like I call it unheroic bloodshed um, the way this one is. And it has some pretty crazy violence in it at the end. Like I say, it goes so hard and there's a, there's a goddamn like death by symbol kill in that movie like the guy the main guy throws a symbol at a guy and it's like yeah it gets stuck in his throat and um there's a lot of zoom cuts in this movie like a crazy amount to the point where like are are (laughs) you just having having a laugh now um uh but yeah the delinquent 1973 i i highly recommend this one it's it's definitely under the radar the version i saw was a blu-ray so there is a blu-ray it, it's it's not one I own. I, I assume it's a Blu-ray that came out in China somewhere because I can't really uh, find any other info about mm. it. Um, but yeah, that that's uh, it's worth checking out. I I like the tagline: "Head Cruncher, Gut Ripper." <laughs> yeah, that's the. Uh, I don't I don't know where where this poster comes from, but it's called like yeah. Street, Street Gangs of Hong Kong mm-hmm. on that version of the poster. <laughs> um, but yeah, in, in terms of cast, like not a, not really big names. Like the 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 guy um, main characters play that Wong, uh, Wong Chung. It's not someone I, I was super familiar with. Um, in terms of the antagonist, you've got Fan Fan Mei Cheng, uh, Fan Mei Cheng. That's someone I definitely knew. Uh, he's the guy who plays the. Uh, you know, in Story of Ricky, you've got the warden, but the, the, basically the yeah. warden of Story of Ricky only comes in in the second half of the movie. But the guy who's like the the vice warden or something um, is 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 the, is the guy is is Fan Mei Sheng. Uh, yeah, it's a face most people, if they've seen Story of Ricky, they will remember. You know, like the <laughs> the gross guy with this like porn collection. Uh, in his office uh, oh yeah and his eyeball mates. yeah 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 exactly him <laughs> uh, he's in this as the yeah sort of the antagonist uh yeah it's 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 always like I, I i never knew about this when i first saw story of ricky like the first couple of times especially like it wasn't until i got into hong kong cinema uh and i started seeing this like fan mei shen character um actor pop up in a bunch of like shaw brothers movies and then i found out that he's the father of the actor who plays Ricky in story of Ricky. So that's like a son, oh. son father dynamic behind the scenes going on there, which is kind of funny. Um, yeah. 
they also to to me they don't really look alike but okay no. um <laughs> you know like uh fan Fan wong is is a pretty you know like athletic uh guy <laughs> in comparison <laughs> um uh but yeah that's that's like uh probably the best movie i've seen since my um going back to hong kong cinema and exploring nice. exploring it again uh and going Actually, like from now on, I expect more and more deep cuts in terms of like Hong Kong cinema because I've seen most of the big ones. I, I, yeah. I did that a couple of years ago already. Um, I, I just had like more stuff I wanted to check out, but then I got sidetracked by other kinds of movies. Yeah. Um, but it, it feels good to go back because it's uh, those kind of movies that have a have a have a place in my heart and that's just like never going yeah. going to disappear you know uh yeah it's just like I, I i put them in the freezer for a bit but <laughs> yeah it's nice uh, uh nice to be back <laughs> speaking these. of a place in my heart um i i'm gonna bring us out on a very quick down note oh no um <laughs> what's wrong so what's wrong then? i have a place in my heart for michael bay Oh, okay. Michael Bay has a new movie out oh, called yeah. Ambulance. Yeah. People are saying it's pretty crazy and pretty pretty good. Okay. Um and yeah, I have a place in my heart for The Rock. I have a place in my heart. I I remember seeing The Island and thinking it was pretty dope. Mm -hmm. Um you know, I have a lot of time for the action in Bad Boys 2, maybe not the running length and yeah, and yeah, some yeah. of the comedy, but like it's it's pretty great. <laughs> um but yeah, like so, I have I have a place in my heart for his brand of baloney. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely baloney. Yeah, uh, like thinking about Michael Bay movies, uh, I remember really liking Pain and Gain. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Oh, really? Jesus, that no. I know a lot of people say that's like the best Michael Bay movie. That's, that's yeah, like, there are yeah. That's like the movie he made for himself because he wanted to make yeah. it. That's like not not a. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah but obviously i mean I, i've also seen like bad boys on the rock like i grew up yeah i grew yeah. up with that shit obviously i i like armageddon you know like i remember i remember not liking it really but it's been so long yeah, so i don't know it, it, it's fun and it's stupid and you know yeah, I bet it's, it's, stupid. it's 150 percent of the type of movie it is oh, and i, I had yeah i thought you were gonna say it's 150 minutes it's 150 minutes. No, I don't know. <laughs> Probably. It's a long movie. Probably, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I imagine. It'd be funny if it's um, actually like 150 minutes and I'm checking now and I will tell you and it is 151 minutes. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of movie. Yeah. So I I know that some people, you know, that are friends of mine on, on uh, Letterboxd really leaned in hard mm -hmm. on Six Underground from 2019. Oh yeah, is that the Ryan Reynolds movie? Yeah, yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Never um, seen big it. cast. Uh, yeah, and so I put Six Underground on mm. in the mood for just some baloney that is just you know wildly shot with huge you know t uh, physical uh, car flips and car throws mm -hmm. and you know mixed together with tons of crazy like CGI gore and. Um, I wanted to like it so much. <laughs> okay, enough said. <laughs> yeah, it it like the thing that made me not like this movie was just Ryan Reynolds. Well, partially <laughs> Ryan Ryan Reynolds, and then also partially just like 
the soundtrack for this is just all like that, like the, the, aggressively bland, like Imagine Dragons mm. style, like pop rock. Some of it's a little kind of like that, that gross mainstream kind of like mm-hmm. bluesy rock. I, I don't know. There's there's a very specific sound to the music in this movie, and they just needle drop like like they play like eight songs in the first chase. Jesus. And the chase is pretty sick like it has all these um drone shots swooping around and you can't tell what's going on but it all looks awesome but then they just keep like yeah here's two more needle drops of this muse song Mm -hmm. here's two more needle drops of this imagine dragon song and i was and then in between all this here's ryan reynolds like saying really dumb jokes Mm -hmm. and i understand that that's part of the appeal is just like the sensory overload of it all but you know, <laughs> I just couldn't get with the stuff that they were sprinkling on top of the like craziness. Yeah. And and I was just like, I can't handle this movie. It was just it graded <laughs> on me so much. Um, OK, yeah, I've... I really want. Yeah, I really wanted to like it because because <clears throat> I'm, I'm excited to see Ambulance. I think it looks awesome. Um, I don't know anything about Ambulance. Yeah. I know it was playing in an IMAX in Edinburgh when we were there, but I was like, I don't know. Uh, this doesn't seem like a movie Michelle would be into, so I'm not even yeah. going to suggest it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Six Underground. If you have a lot of time for Ryan Reynolds, maybe you'll fare better than me. I mean, I don't hate him or anything. I just yeah, felt like in this movie it was. Yeah. It's, yeah I don't know. Honestly, same. Like, I don't really dislike Ryan Reynolds, but I get why people do. And yeah, uh, it's also not someone I'm going to um, seek out. Uh, but yeah. the same is true for Michael Bay for me, I guess. Like I, like I said, I really like Pain and Game, but I'm struggling to think of. I, I, I did like to rock growing up, and that ba- yeah, Bad yeah. Boys as well. Yeah. Um, but then you've got all those Transformers movies, and those th- those are just like white noise to me. I know. So yeah, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So that's me bringing us down. Um, and yeah. so the, the moral of the story is to watch more Hong Kong action movies. Yeah. Stop watching Michael Always. Bay movies and watch some yeah. real action. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Zing. Um, well that takes us out. This has been cream of the crud on notes from the back row. Go to back row.com. You can find our episodes there and more. Um, you can also find me on Twitter and Letterbox at YCKMD underscore. And where can people find you, Carlo? Letterbox.com slash psychopike and at yeah, yeah. Carlo go Carlo on, I don't know, like other social media stuff. I guess Twitter yeah. is the main thing. Go follow Carlo. Go Carlo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And otherwise, we'll see you in a while, Crocodile, on the next episode of Cream of the Crud. Bye-bye.